So, we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between, the world of online dating. Hi, I'm Chris. And I'm Erica. Welcome to So We Met Online. If you would like to learn more about the show, visit us online at sowemetonline.com and join us throughout social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at So We Met Online. So we met online, and this is actually not really a dating story. And I'll tell you why. So a few times a year, I have a client mixer. I've probably mentioned that before where I get my at least DC area clients together to meet. And I allow people to bring friends to this mixer. So someone brought a friend. It was a woman in her 60s. I don't know if that's relevant or not. But I always provide the food and drink for people coming. And, you know, it's always a nice little soiree. Okay, so I had a nice spread that night. And I'm, I'm picturing it in my head right now where everything was. There was like a cheese and a meat platter, charcuterie, if you will, <laughs> and two big cookie platters and maybe some hummus and pita chips. Anyway, so I was talking to this woman who I had never met before, and I had never met her because a client brought her as a friend. You know, we're chit-chatting. And, you know, I try to dress to impress for my events mm-hmm. because I don't see my clients very often and, and some people I've never met before. So I, I want to look professional and look my best. Anyway, she's given me the stare down and I don't know why. And she looks at me and then she looks at the cookies. And then she looks at me again and then she looks at the cookies. <laughs> and I'm thinking, just eat a cookie, lady. Like, wh- <laughs> what is stopping you? And she goes, would you even eat a cookie? Mm. And I'm thinking, what's she talking? I don't even know what this lady's talking about, right? And then I'm like, oh, she's commenting on my figure. Oh. But she's doing it in a really mean way. Yeah. And then she says, would you even eat a crumb? Oh. And I wish I said at the time, which is something I thought of later to ask, which is, is that a compliment or an insult? Because <laughs> it sounds like a little mm-hmm. of both. Yeah. And I know it had nothing to do with me. Right. But it was judgmental. And she doesn't know a thing about me. She met me, what, five minutes before? So today's episode is about outside judgment we get from people who don't know us, sometimes about our relationship status, sometimes not, sometimes about cookies, (laughs) and how it really impacts us when people make snap judgments when they often have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. Right. And I do enjoy a cookie on occasion. Me too. I had my first ever cronut the other day. I know that was a trend maybe. It was like so 2012. Yeah. But it was okay. It was all right. Yeah, they're pretty bad. I just don't understand. (laughs) I'd rather just eat a croissant or a donut. I completely agree. Whoever decided that combining them eh, makes no sense. Sounds cool, I suppose, if you're into portmanteaus. (laughs) I am. I will always (laughs) judge a crudonut not a credonut. That's not the point. I always thought cinnamon mini wheats, is that what it's called? Should just be called cinnamon wheats. <laughs> okay. Anyway, we're talking about outside judgment. I wanted to talk about that because it made me feel self-conscious mm-hmm. at the event, at my own event, for something I obviously had no reason to be self-conscious about. I wish she had just asked me, oh, what do you do? Do you diet? You know, what, yeah. what do you do to stay in shape? Or... You look nice. <laughs> Not, you would never eat a crumb of a cookie. Or a cradonut. 
or a Credona. <laughs> but, I mean, maybe this sounds like a comical example, but it comes into play a lot with people's relationship statuses. I know single people get a lot of scrutiny, particularly when you're of a certain age, about why you're not fill in the blank, why you're not in a relationship, why you're not married, why you don't have children. And the reality of it is, it's nobody's business. Yeah, I I mean, look, I think we can take this conversation across the board Mm -hmm. from, like in your example, personally, to our relationships. I think as a society, and this is a very generic statement, we are definitely a lot more judgmental about people. Do you think we are? I, I do. I just think in general, especially... When you looked at things, you know, across social media, That's in true. the media, you know, how people engage and interact with people. I think things like politics have definitely influenced people's judging of others. You know, it's unfortunate, but that is just the reality of where we are today. How do we change that? That's a whole nother conversation. Mm-hmm. But you're right. If we were to gear this towards you know a relationship perspective you do mention that it's none of their business but i think in relationships on some level it does become someone's business for instance what if you met somebody and they said uh you know i've been engaged three times but never married would you judge them based on that or would you look at that as potentially a red flag or a potential issue that you would need to address? Maybe, right? Right. But where you're coming from, like, oh, so you're in your 40s and you've never been married and you don't have kids. Uh, what's up with that? Exactly. That's oh, you must be a commitment phobe. Right. We don't know. I right. once had a potential client call me years ago. And before she even said her name and what service she was interested in, she said, are you married? And it put me on the defensive for something I have no need to be defensive about. I mean, my story is, and I know I've shared it, is I was in a serious relationship when I started my business. I didn't think I was not going to be in that relationship, as most people in serious relationships do. And for what it's worth, after that relationship, I took a long time before I wanted to date again. And when I got back out there, it was actually really validating because... I was using all of the advice I give to my clients. People always say, do you practice what you preach? No, I preach what I practice. I would never tell someone to do something that I wouldn't myself do. And I became so much better at my job because of what I had gone through. But sizing me up by asking, are you married? The answer is no. That is the official answer. No, I am not married. There are so many assumptions solely based around the answer, no. Yes, and we also see that our friends and family have that judgmental perspective as well. If you met a guy and your mom says, tell me a little bit about the guy, and you say, oh, well, you know, he's divorced three times and he's got five kids and, you know, whatever. Your friends may very well judge that guy and say, you know, is that yeah, but the But why right are you person? choosing to share that information? Why don't you instead say, he's wonderful, he treats me well, and we enjoy eating tacos together? But you still may be honest about yeah. who that person is. Yeah. There's No, it's just you're absolutely right. People make assumptions and fill in the gaps with information, and it's not pleasurable or positive information when they don't know. And all of our friends have 
supposedly have our best interest at heart. But I've had those conversations with my friends where they're like, oh, you can do better. What do you mean I can do better? And they're like, well, you you know, I know you and blah, 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 blah. You can do better. Well, you have no idea who this person is that I'm interested in. What a terrible thing to say. How can you say that I can do better? Now, again, they have supposedly my best interest. I will take another uh, view of this. I will take another view of this and go back to my marriage where before I got married, I had friends, family, relatives, everybody saying, don't get married. She's wrong for you. And I look back on it now retrospectively and think mm-hmm. they were right. I probably shouldn't have gotten married. I think if people have concrete reasons why they feel that way, then as a friend, that's much better than saying you can do better. What kind of a statement is that? But for example, I had a friend who was in a relationship and... I did not like her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And that was not my place to tell her that. I'm not in the relationship. It wasn't my place until he put her down in front of me. Mm-hmm. And i that's unacceptable to me. You don't put my friend down in front of me, ever. Yep. And so I had a concrete example or a data point or whatever you want to call it. Not to say you can do better, but I didn't like when he put you down in front of me. And that's less making an assumption and just expressing what you see. I think that's the difference between being judgmental and being honest, Mm -hmm. right? You know, I remember when a good friend of mine was with someone for, I don't know, six years. Everyone kept asking her, when are you getting engaged? First of all, if she knew, (laughs) you know, (laughs) that she could answer. But nobody's business. Marriage is not the answer for everybody. What if they didn't want to get married? But that does put undue strain also on a relationship because I believe it or not I've actually been in that situation where the woman I was dating all of her family her sister her friends Mm -hmm. everybody kept saying so when are you getting married when are you getting married Mm -hmm. you guys seem so happy together you guys seem perfect for Mm -hmm. each other when are you getting married when are you getting married and that then began to flow into our conversations where she would start asking me so when are we going to get married you know And that influence by her friends basically saying things like, well, he must be hiding something. Right. He must not be ready for marriage. He must not be interested in you Mm -hmm. if he's unwilling to commit to you, unwilling to marry you. Ultimately, really led to the end of the relationship because of those influences and those judgments from her friends. Yeah. I mean, I think we're almost talking about two different things. It's like being overtly judged. And then you said how it impacts you Mm -hmm. personally. When we come back, I have an example I want to talk about. It has nothing to do with relationships, but it's an assumption that was made that there was no basis for. And it's just interesting the way people think. Okay. Thank you for listening to So We Met Online. If you enjoy listening, we invite you to visit our site at sowemetonline.com slash sponsors and find out how you can help support the show. On the site, you can learn about all of our sponsors, donate to the show, or promote your own business by becoming a sponsor on one of our upcoming episodes. And if you're a fan, please share our podcast to your friends, coworkers, or anyone else who is looking to meet someone online. And we're back. I uh, was staying with a friend of mine for a few days, and she has two young kids. 
and I had so much fun playing with her kids. I mean, we did everything. I taught them a fun game where you can go behind the couch and, you know, pretend you're walking the stairs down to the basement. You know, I think I taught them what a basement was. But we were playing that. We were all kinds of stuff, right? I mean, we were having a ball. She even said to me, did you give them crack? They keep talking about you. (laughs) And she said, and, and she said it not in a negative way at all, but it struck me. She said, I was surprised you were so good with them. And I said, why? Because I don't have kids? Mm -hmm. And she said, well, yeah. I said, just because I don't have kids doesn't mean I'm not good with kids. Or it doesn't mean I I don't like kids. I like kids very much. Right. And I thought that was interesting. And it's just the assumptions people make. And and, and that same couple who kept getting asked, you know, the woman, when are you getting engaged? After they got married, it was, when are you having children? For Mm -hmm. all we know, she can't have children. Right. Just the, I want to talk for a sec about this one size fits all that people think everybody should have. And I do believe it's changing because I think a lot of couples are not getting married or are doing things in a different way. But at least certainly a generation above us and well before that, you know, it was the one size fits all. You meet, you get married, you have children, you do a stable job, you're done. Yep. That's your life. And I think that is the right life for many people. But it's also not the right life for a lot of people. So I I always find it interesting when the first question is, are you married? How about, are you happy? Hmm. Because those are very different things. In the relationship that I'm in now, we actually had a conversation where she point blank asked me what my intentions were for the future. Did I want to get... With respect to her or just in general? No, in general. Okay. Do I want to get remarried was Mm -hmm. the question. And I've teetered on this back and forth over the years where I've been divorced. I've done the marriage. I may want to get remarried. I don't know if I want to get remarried. I've gone back and forth. Uh, Depends on the person I'm with. And she basically said, because she's also been married, that she had no interest in getting remarried. So to your point, yes, we all come out of it with different perspectives and different needs and there is no one size fits all and if we proceed and things go well and we end up living happily ever after and don't get married Mm -hmm. then i agree i think there will be some assumption still like why are you living together and not married exactly and when you're not in a relationship not you when anyone is not in a relationship People make this assumption like you're struggling in some way. And I think for many people, that couldn't be further from the truth. Do you think people have this outside judgment? You know, I thought of a few things. Is it because something is lacking in their own life? Is it because they don't understand your choices? Is it because they're genuinely curious? Probably all of the above and probably different for different people. But I often find that The people who make those assumptions or who judge the most are the ones who have something in their own life that they're not fully content with. But I think we already touched on this. I think a lot of this is actually both cultural and generational. My mom, if I was to talk to her, she would be like, well, when are you getting married? Mm -hmm. Why aren't you married? Because in her generation, there was no other option option. That was what you did. So it's out of her context, really, to 
believe that people can be happy and not be married and just live together. That's just not within or her. Or be happy on their own. Right. Or whatever it is. Because, again, generationally, you got married. Just right. as what we talked about. That was what was expected. I think if you talk to some younger people, mm-hmm. they might have a completely different uh, judgment or a completely different approach. They might be like, why aren't you living together? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you're in a happy relationship and you're living apart. Like, why haven't you decided to move in with each other? Right. And even that, there could be a different timing aspect. There could, you may not be interested in actually living together yet. But I think there's, again, different generations are going Mm -hmm. to have these different perceptions about what they believe is okay, acceptable, whatever, and then judge accordingly from there. Let's talk about it a different way. Okay. And I think we can relate this back to dating as well. How does our social view or our dating view of our lives compare to what reality is? Because I think a lot of times, especially like on social media, we try to portray ourselves, Mm. our lives, in the way that's going to get attention or acceptance, right? And we're not always, most of us are not always genuinely that honest with who we are publicly, socially. Mm-hmm. Same thing with, you know, dating, dating profiles. We've talked about lying on dating profiles, but we do tend to upsell ourselves. Things like having kids or never being married or what to disclose or not to disclose or I'm happy or I'm not happy. You know, that's all coming out socially in our profiles and I think people then begin to have a certain kind of expectation about who we are for instance oh you're always happy you always seem happy oh you always seem like you're whatever but then they meet us and they're like oh I didn't think you would be good with kids as an example Mm -hmm. because you, you know I think how does our social profiles impact those preconceived notions of who we are hmm I mean, it's an interesting tangent, and it's interesting also that people have impressions. And I know as a dating coach, it might be weird saying things like you don't necessarily need a partner to to make you happy because I truly believe you have to be full and whole on your own. And I remember once I was at my co-working space, and I ran into a woman I hadn't seen in, I don't know, two years. And I am a happy person. And at that time, I don't remember what was going on in my life, but... I was just particularly happy, not because of one thing, just the conglomeration of of life things. I don't know. I was just happy. And she said to me, she looked at me and she said, you seem really happy. And I said, I am. Thank Mm -hmm. you so much for noticing. She goes, you must have met someone. (laughs) I said, actually, I'm just just really happy. happy. Yeah. You know, I don't remember what I, where I was relationship status-wise at that point. Maybe I was getting over someone. Maybe I, I don't know. And then she goes, oh, well, now that you're so happy, you'll definitely meet someone. And I'm like, we are talking about my happiness here. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not bring someone else in, right? Yeah. And, and I know, again, given my job, I know that that's, you know, a different perspective to say. But it's interesting you mentioned happiness because I actually heard a story recently where there's a woman who frequents a business and the woman is always happy, always happy. And the conversation was basically, you know, every time I see this woman, she's so happy and it's really weird. 
And the first thing out of their mouths is, I think it's fake. Ooh. Okay. Like, she's pretending. She's putting on this show. Like, it's not genuine. Uh-huh. And I... And it's interesting because I think we, again, we have this kind of perception like, oh, well, you know, if this is happening, then maybe it's fake. Like, maybe it is a show. Maybe because I'm not happy. I'm not. I don't portray it in this way. Mm -hmm. So how can anybody else be portraying it in this way? Yeah. Back to the compliments that are not compliments. I was at this gym class. I don't know, two weeks ago where we were doing a bunch of burpees, a bunch of meters on the rower and a bunch of weights, right? And it was exhausting. I mean, it was a really tough class. And by the end, it was the last minute of class, and I had finished my part, but it was a partner workout. And my partner was on the rowing machine, and there was a woman on the rowing machine next to her. And some good song came on. I don't remember what it was. And I just start dancing, because I'm trying to motivate them for their last minute, you know, to finish on a fun high note, you know? So I'm dancing around, like, woo, woo. And this one girl goes, ugh, you have too much energy. (laughs) And I thought, just because you don't, doesn't mean you can insult me. Maybe I should give her a cookie. (laughs) Thanks for listening.